Welcome to Biohacking with Brittany. I am super thrilled to have you joining me this week. As always, I am your host, a holistic nutritionist, biohacker, and lover of all things natural health. And I'm excited to have you listening, whether you are new or you've been listening for a long time. Welcome. And and I hope you stay and I hope you stick around. I announced last week, actually, that I am currently doing a giveaway for one of my nutrition consultations. So a initial consultation with me. And all you have to do to enter the giveaway is submit a review of this podcast, ideally on Apple Podcasts. And it's been interesting to be sending the link to people on social media and have people writing reviews. And the main reason for doing this is because it really helps the show rank and get found by other people. And the ratings and reviews actually do matter quite a lot. So that's kind of why I'm like, oh, I'm going to do a giveaway and kind of promote this. So thank you for everybody who has already submitted one. I'm actually leaving the giveaway open for one more week. So the winner will be announced next week on the podcast episode. And yeah, because I just want more people to have the opportunity. So I'm going to walk through just quickly how to do it because I had a few people ask me and not know how to do it. So If you listen on your phone, which I think most people do, you can go to your library at the bottom and then you scroll down to my podcast, click on it, and then you'll see uh, like all of the episodes there. And then you scroll to the bottom and there's a section called ratings and reviews. And then there's a little button that says write a review and you just do it right in the app like that and super easy. And then you click send. You can also do it through your computer, which is pretty like obvious to navigate as well. But I find doing it through the phone is easy just because it seems to be a bit more succinct in how to do it. And I do want to, I obviously read all of the reviews and ratings, and I do want to shout out to one of my favorite ones that was written last week. This is titled love this podcast. And it's by Emily Bass. And she wrote, I've been listening to biohacking with Brittany for over a year now. And I love every episode. I really appreciate how she talks about advocating for your health in a fairly westernized medical world and starting at the source in your journey to find healing. Her laid back demeanor also makes this very calming to listen to. I've learned so much from her and the incredible expert she brings on the show. Thank you, Brittany. Oh, I love that. That was like such a nice one. So I definitely read them and I definitely appreciate them. So you can still submit a review for another week. And like I said, I'm going to be choosing a get or choosing a review at random to win a initial consult with me. And so basically what that is, that is a one hour consultation over online or on the phone, but it's usually online and a seven day meal plan, as well as recipes, grocery list, supplement recommendations, nutrition recommendations, and biohacking recommendations as well. So it's kind of like a full plan for you. And usually, obviously I usually charge for it, but this is a giveaway. So you get it for free. So enter and you have seven days left and then the winner will be revealed. And in other news, I am super excited about this week's episode because we are talking about skin. As you know, if if you've been listening for a long time, that skin is something that I kind of go back to time and time again with my podcast and the guests that I have on because 
so many of us deal with struggles with it and insecurities and skin kind of flares up, right? Like every now and then. So at least that's what I find for myself and a lot of my clients as well is you can kind of go through a great period of having a good period of having skin, but then something can trigger it and you might have like six months of acne or six months of, you know, eczema or a rash or something like that. So it's very interesting how sensitive our skin is actually to our environment internally and externally. So that's why I always come back to it because I know it's something that is so top of mind for so many people. And today we're actually talking about peptides on your skin. And we're looking at using skincare products that are very much in the biohacking world and are kind of the next wave of skincare. So it's moving past just this idea of, I don't know, natural botanicals in skin. And it's moving towards using peptides topically on our skin and what they can do for us. And it's very much science-based. And so it's it was really interesting and, and it was a great episode. Actually, I learned a lot. And yeah, I also love this brand as well. And we've worked together and I, yeah, really support them. So I'm, I'm happy to bring them on the show. And of course, a shout out to the sponsors of this week. I'm currently taking NMN, which is the precursor to NAD+. If you are a biohacker, you 100% know what that is because it's kind of everywhere at this point. And this is interesting because I never really got into it until recently. So I'm taking it from a company called Coast and I have the powdered version of it. So I actually just add it right to my water and I usually take it post post workout or when I'm drinking alcohol because of how it helps the body detox so much and kind of just boost your system and help with recovery. So it's, yeah, I, it is one of my new things that I've kind of like added to my supplement stack recently. I know some people have been taking it for years, but I'm kind of like late, <laughs> late to the train with this one, but I'm enjoying taking it. And especially because I'm working out a lot now, it's kind of top of mind that I'm helping my body recover accurately from it. And also, of course, shout out to Keon who is one of my favorite brands and has been for like years. Keon makes very, very good supplements. I actually am going to be ordering their protein powder because I'm out of protein powder and I've been eyeing theirs for a while and I like trust the ingredients in it. And yeah, and also the company was founded by Ben Greenfeld, who I also love. So it's kind of like a all around love for that brand and their products are amazing. So definitely check them out. You can go to my shop page now, which is finally done and updated. It's on my website. So let's find the URL. It is biohackingbrittany.com slash collections slash shop, but it's very easy to navigate to if you want to just hop on there from the homepage. I've got Spermidine on there. I've got Inside Tracker on there, Sensei, all of these different brands and all the links and the dis discount codes. So it's like super, super easy for you when you're buying something in the health world or the wellness world or the biohacking world. And you're like, I want a discount. I don't want to pay full price. I hear you. I get it. So definitely before you buy anything, check out my page to make sure to see if I have a discount code and I'm always updating it. So if you have a different brand that you think I probably have a discount code with that you don't see on there, 
message me and I will check for you because there is a likely chance that I do. And yeah, that's it for this week. Enjoy. Definitely get those podcast reviews in and I'll announce the winner next week and stay tuned. And I look forward to having you join me again. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Biohacking with Brittany. I am happy you are joining me. Today, we are diving into one of my favorite topics to talk about, which is skin. And if anyone has been listening for a while or followed me on social media for a while, you probably know that I've had my own skin issue, primarily like adult onset acne, which first started in 20. 19, I think it was, and then ended in 2020. So it was like this weird time. I think it was like 10 months where I just had acne for the first time in my life. And now it's gone, thankfully. And I didn't have acne as a teen either. So it was weird. So ever since then, like skin has been, has changed for me, like what it's meant to me and how I take care of it. And now I prioritize it much differently than I once did before. So today we are talking with the CEO, Carolina, of One Skin. And One Skin is a very cool topical skin product. It's actually got peptides in it, which we're definitely going to dive into as well. So Carolina or Carolina, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Brittany. Happy to be here. Yeah. So as as I alluded to, you are the CEO of One Skin, and you're also the co-founder, and you have a PhD in immunology, which is really, really fascinating. So I'm like, I'm wondering how, as somebody who's used your product and loves it, I'm wondering how you kind of came up with this idea in the first place. Can you kind of take us through your journey? Yeah, definitely. So yeah, yeah, as you said, I'm a PhD by training, and I was always interested in science and researching science that I could see a clear application in the end. So during my PhD, I studied stem cell biology and tissue engineering. And from there, I started this first company back in Brazil. So I'm originally from Brazil, where we were growing human skins in the lab with the aim of replacing animal testing. So that's how we started, and unfortunately, that company didn't work out, but basically got us the opportunity to come today to join Indibio, that's a biotech accelerator, and here we decided to focus more on the anti-aging space. So we know that's a massive market, and there is a sea of products out there, but we still don't know which products we can trust, right? Which products are really backed by science? And initially, we set ourselves to develop a new method to validate if those anti-aging products, if they were really promoting any rejuvenation effect. Uh, so what we thought, we thought since we can grow human skins in the lab, if we're able to determine the age of the tissue that we are growing, and then we can test a product, and if that product changes that you know age of the skin, we can measure it, we can quantify it. And since your audience is very into biohacking, I bet you guys have heard about, you know, the concept of biological age versus chronological age. So basically, we decided to measure the change in the biological age of the skin. And the way that we do that is basically by reading the DNA. So as we age, our DNA starts to accumulate uh, chemical groups that 
basically makes it more difficult to read the information. So we can correlate those changes in the DNA with our chronological age, and then we can build an algorithm that we use to measure the, the biological age of this seed. So while we were doing that in testing a few products in the market, we not only learned um, a lot about the field of aging and longevity and so much that was going on in the science and that none of that was basically you know, being applied to develop products that were targeting skin aging. So what we see out there in the products of today is that they are targeting the symptoms of skin aging. So take some acids and some you know retinoids as an example. They are peeling off the upper layers of your skin. So you are growing a new skin, not necessarily a younger skin, but your skin can look better in the short term. If that's good for you in the long term, we still don't know. Obviously, it depends on how much we use, how much we're really inducing that cell renewal, because that's also something that we found, you know, when we're developing our product, that if you over induce the cell renewal, you can accelerate aging. So we got to be careful there. But basically, we also saw that this area of accumulation of damage and, you know, more specifically, the accumulation of senescent cells was a very interesting new topic and new, I would say, one of the main drivers of aging. So maybe I should give a brief intro of what senescent cells are so these are cells that that have reached a limit in their replication. So what happens with those cells is that they start secreting inflammatory molecules in our tissue and they basically work like a bad apple in a basket. Like once senescent cells spoils the cells around to age faster. Uh, so this can be really accelerating aging and it's one of the main you know drivers of aging. So what we decided to do and what other companies are doing targeting other tissues or other age-related diseases is to find the molecules that can target specifically senescent cells or, or those aged cells that are building up in our tissues as we age. So if we can prevent our tissues to accumulate senescent cells, basically what we are doing is we are making our tissues more efficient in repairing damage so we can keep our skin younger and healthier, more functional for longer. So we studied and we tested like over a thousands of different peptides to find which peptide it's more effective targeting senescent cells, eliminating them or preventing the formation of new senescent cells. And from that peptide, we developed this formulation that today we have in our topical product. So it was kind of, you know, a long process to get in this aging, studying aging and seeing that there is a gap between what we have in the market today, where the science is, and how one skin can really bring those breakthroughs that, you know, happening on the scientific field to products that are really targeting the root cause of aging and improving the health and the function of your skin. Yeah, I I find it really fascinating. You know, obviously everyone knows what lifespan is. And now people talk about health span, which is like how healthy you are 
like compared to how long you live, which typically is not the same amount for most people. But then you're also talking about skin span. And this is really cool because you like, this is the first time I've heard of this idea of how healthy and I guess like youthful, not that it, we need to focus on like necessarily being younger, but kind of like how healthy is the skin as you get older and how can you maintain that? So is there a way to know like your skin span? Do you actually quantify it in numbers? Like if you're 28, can you say like my skin span is 25 like years old or is it just more of a concept? Yeah, it's more like a concept in terms of, you know, the length of time that your skin is healthy and functional. So at, at one skin, as you said, we are, we are mainly focusing on the health and the function. I think the beauty and the appearance is a consequence of having a healthy skin. So you've gone, you know, through some skin issues and you know the correlation there. So uh, when we focus on extending your skin span, it's basically that if you have like a, a healthy and even a youthful skin today, how you can treat your skin, how you can provide your skin with the best ingredients that will help your skin to stay at this state for longer. And for those that may be a little advanced in the aging process, can we repair some of the damage that they have accumulated? Can we make that skin go back in time a little bit, you know, reverse the biological age of your skin? Yes, we know that that's possible and that's what we are trying to do with our products and with all the developments of the little by little, we are bringing this to consumers whenever it's, it's validated as safe and as effective to promote that kind of effect. So we created this new concept to educate more people about skin span because for us, it is what really matters. We we know that the skin is our largest organ. It really has an important function in protecting our bodies, in preventing water loss. It's definitely one of the tissues that reflects how healthy you are internally as well, right? Sometimes if you are too stressed or if you have some inflammatory issues going on, that will also be reflected on your skin. So our goal is really to to play in that interface between the health of your skin and the health of your body and calling the attention for people in terms of taking care uh, of their skin from this health perspective and not only from a beauty perspective. How are you taking care of your body when it's worn out and you need a boost in flushing out the bad stuff? Let's face it, our bodies aren't built for the stresses we deal with on a daily basis. Work, stress, exercising, partying, inadequate nutrition, you name it. Our bodies are seriously overworked and it's almost impossible to get all the nutrients we need from diet alone. Instead, you can take a supplement designed to flush out toxins, replenish lost nutrients, and repair cells by taking essentials like antioxidants and vitamins and combining it with cutting-edge ingredients like a NAD plus precursor. Coast isn't some basic supplement. It's designed by a cancer researcher and supports two different detoxification pathways in your body, making it highly efficient at flushing out toxins. 
It is available in a quick and easy shot or powder to mix in water, which is what I take. With nine active ingredients, including the NAD plus precursor, which gets depleted as we age, by the way, glutathione precursor, and more, this is my supplement of choice to combat my daily stress load and promote longevity. You can use my discount code BIOHACKINGBRITTANY in all capitals for 20% off at coastdrink.com. The link will be in my show notes on my website and on my shop page as well for you to find easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I, I really love that and really agree with that. Can we now, obviously there's things that we can do to, I guess, help our skin span or maybe I guess reduce the number it is or just support it. But aside from using something like your product that has peptides in it, what can we do that you would recommend or that you've seen that actually works for helping us? Yeah, so a a number of factors, right? You can start even with things like exercise, obviously sun protection. We know that the photoaging is one also of the main drivers of skin aging and that definitely accelerates uh, your biological age or reduces your skin span. What you eat, your diet, a diet high in sugar, you know, this is related to inflammation. This will also affect your skin. So it is a combination of factors. And uh, in the end, everything is interconnected. In terms of how to take care, topically, usually the first layer of defense it's obviously sun protection, so sunscreen is very important. Also, be careful with what kind of products you put in your body in terms of are those products clean. When we test in the lab, uh, we test a lot of products to see if they are effective. But we also find out that a lot of times if the products are not clean or they have you no know, some toxic ingredients, we are causing more damage than good to our skin. So being very, you know, thoughtful about uh, the ingredients that you are putting in contact with your skin is so important. So reading, you know, the ingredients list and kind of researching a little bit to understand if most of them causing, potentially causing any harm, it, it's very, very important. Otherwise, it's better not to put anything to put, then put a, a bad product that can cause some, some harm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Have you used the Think Dirty app? Do you know what that is? I yeah, I think I have it. I don't think I've used. To be honest, uh, that's when you check the ingredients, right? Yeah, like you can actually type in products, and it will give you a rating on how clean or how dirty the product is based off of its ingredients. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I, I think I've checked this one. We also checked uh, the EWG. That's also a site that helps you understand if that ingredient has some potential you know, harmful effects or if it's safe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because it's cool because it, it gives you kind of a score um, from zero to 10. And the lower the score, the better. And I actually checked to see if one skin is on there and, and you guys aren't on there. But that's something that maybe you can look at in the future because I whenever I buy anything for my skin or my hair or my body, I always look it up on there because I like, I trust them and they have like over 2 million products on there and it's so easy. And they just highlight right there. Like these are the ingredients that you need to watch out for. It's very educational. And I love that because as you know, as someone who's developed a skincare product, like the amount of greenwashing and 
clean washing that on products now is insane. Everyone says, oh, my product is natural and doesn't have this one thing in it. Meanwhile, it has five other things in it that are actually worse for you. Like it's absurd now. And poor consumers have no idea really what to buy because everything is natural and it's got plant extracts, right? So like, how do you navigate that even in, in your company? Yeah, so in our company, we have scientists and we can go really deep in terms of going to scientific publications and finding all kind of data to, to understand safety and efficacy. And on top of that, after we develop any formulation, or we also have the ability to test individual ingredients and to really understand if they're causing benefit or any side effects to the skin. So whenever we develop a formulation, we usually we treat the skin. We see how the skin is changing in terms of morphology, if we are improving or if some of the, the ingredients are worsening the morphology. And we also check which genes we are activating or suppressing. So our goal is really to activate, you know, genes that are related to, let's say, collagen, hyaluronic acid, hydration, and then deactivate genes that are related to inflammation, aging, collagen degradation, and so on. So we can go really deep in terms of understanding very well what each ingredient does. But I totally get it's so hard for the consumer because... Right now, for example, if I want to test a product, I can even test the skin first and see how the skin reacts. And then I I decide if I want to buy the product put on my skin. But I know that for the average consumer, obviously, this is not an option. So we really needed to rely you know, on those apps or websites that are trying to give this information and, and make the decision by ourselves. But again, trying to understand a little bit more about the brand or how this product was developed and tested, I think it's a way that we can be more sure of the, you know, safety or potential, yeah, side effects that any product can bring to us. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think it's really up to consumers now to educate themselves and just become aware of these terms that people use that aren't regulated. Like the word natural is not regulated. Anyone can say that. <laughs> like it doesn't yeah. mean anything. Uh, yeah. A lot of natural things, they are very toxic for you. you know? Yes. You don't want all of them. Yes, uh, exactly. Yeah. So that, that's why we usually use the term like safe, what it's safe for you. And again, in our case, we can test safety, like we can put the ingredients in contact with the skin or the cells and we can see if they're dying or if they're growing. So, but in the end, it, it comes down to safety more than those terms of synthetic or we want to preserve obviously the safety. Yeah, definitely. I had, I had somebody reach out recently and she saw some, or I think she heard it on a different podcast. Someone was talking about the skin microbiome and she was like, is this really a thing? This is the first time I've heard of it. Obviously I know about gut microbiome, but does the skin really have a microbiome? And I was like, yes, it does. Let me just talk to you about this. And I know that's something you talk about as well on your website. So 
if someone's listening and they're like, I've never heard that the skin has its own microbiome, can you kind of explain that to us? Yeah, definitely. So the microbiome of our skin, uh, it's similar to what we have in our gut. So it is a combination of different bacteria that are colonizing our skin. And they are very important to keep the, the skin balanced. So there is an exchange of metabolites of you know, those bacteria with our skin cells and vice versa. And that conjunction is important for the skin homeostasis and balance. Any product that really strips out your skin microbiome or if you use cleansers with detergents, you are basically rinsing your skin microbiome. You should avoid that. They are very, very important for your skin health. And so, for example, our product, we designed the product also to not interfere with the skin microbiome. So whenever you use ingredients that are safer, they also shouldn't affect your skin microbiome. So it's it's very cool because we evolved it to to, to live in a homeostasis system with those bacteria, and definitely they are important for our immune system. Everything is kind of in, interconnected. So be aware of definitely maintaining the health of your skin microbiome is super important. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting because we're learning more and more about how much bacteria there is in us and on us. Right. Much and more than, than human cells, right? Yes. Number. <laughs> yes, much more. And it's very, very fascinating. And I, I just love this field. And I, I think it's just growing. And there's a lot you can do, kind of like what you were talking about in terms of supporting the skin microbiome, right? Being careful of not only the products you put on it, but like how frequently you're washing your skin mm-hmm. or like the temperature of the water. Are you washing your like your body or your showers, are they super hot? And you're just like stripping moisture off of your skin and disrupting the microbiome in that way, as well as like having a filter. Like I'm sure you, like I have filters on all my showers. Do you have filters? I did the help, uh, basically removing some impurities of the water. That's what yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It depends where you live. Like for me, our water is okay, but it's not very soft. There's still things like fluoride in it, chemicals and that type of thing. And so I, whenever people talk to me about having skin issues, like even if, if it's like a rash on their body, it's the same thing. It's like start filtering your water and just remove how much toxins you're exposed to on top of using a product like yours to support it as well. But let's also reduce the load and the harmful things that are happening in the first place. Yeah, and you mean like a filter for your shower, right? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I love that. I I have not thought about that, but I think it makes sense. Yeah, Uh, I should look into it. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. It's actually, it's pretty cheap. Like you get, there's a bunch on Amazon. That's where I get mine. Ideally, like I'm in an apartment on the ground floor, but when we buy a house one day, I actually, you can filter all of your water. Now that's very expensive, but it, they actually filter it right at the pipes, not like at the shower heads. So you could, you don't even need like a filtered jug in your fridge. You can actually just drink the water out of every single tap and that is like the gold standard, which I would love to do. I love that. Yeah, because I definitely <laughs> filter the water that I drink. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I didn't, thought of, didn't think about, you know, 
still filtering all the water that I'm putting in my body, right? So yeah. Yeah, yeah. It also impacts your hair too, because my hair just gets stripped very easily. So I have to be careful with it. But like on that note, are there other biohacks that you do or maybe like healthy habits that you personally do to maintain like healthy, glowing? Well, try one that's very challenging for me, but you know that I try to manage as much as possible is stress. Being a founder and, you know, obviously the day-to-day of a company is not so easy, but I try to meditate and I try to really kind of be mindful when overreacting to things. So I think this, you know, reflects in your skin. Uh, sleep is another so important one, trying to control the temperature of your room and that kind of thing to make sure that you have a very deep sleep and at least seven to eight hours of sleep every night. And then it's kind of what I mentioned a little bit about your diet, avoiding sugar and processed food. Yeah, I don't wash my face. I only wash my face usually once a night and I try to use, to use a very gentle cleanser. And other than that, my skincare routine is very simple. It's basically uh, a cleanser, one skin and SPF. Nice. <laughs> so I think that also helps in terms of not putting a lot of products that sometimes may not cause uh, the defect. And another thing that helped and I realized during the pandemic is that I started to wear less makeup. So I feel that my skin now can, you know, breathe a little better. So I, I don't use, for example, foundation. I don't use like liquid foundation anymore. I just use like some powder. And, uh, and that helps my skin maintain that uh, kind of a health aspect that I don't need to be covering with makeup all the time. So. That's, that was one good side of the pandemic, you know, not needing to wear a lot of makeup and seeing how that can, you know, improve my skin as well. What healthy habits are you bringing into 2022? Something I'm continuing to focus on is my diet and maintaining healthy and balanced glucose levels while still eating the foods I love and enjoy. I believe in balance. And definitely think you deserve to indulge in carb-heavy and calorie-rich foods as you, f- as you see fit throughout your life. I'm going to continue taking Keon Lean, which is a supplement that uses plant-based ingredients to support your metabolism even after heavy meals. Keon Lean helps shuttle excess glucose in your bloodstream into your muscles rather than storing it as fat. Through this mechanism, it supports metabolic wellness, assists in weight management, and can help maintain a healthy blood glucose level. I take two with every large meal, like dinner, and I also took it multiple times over the Christmas break. If you want to try this out and you're looking to support your metabolism, your weight, and have healthy balanced blood sugar levels, you can do this. Go to getkeon.com slash Brittany to get 10% off Keon Lean and all Keon supplements and products. The link is on my website and in my show notes if you want to go through there and let me know what you think. I love taking this product and I definitely recommend you try it as well if this is a priority for you. Totally. I'm the same way. I, I used to wear 
makeup every single day and it was rare not to wear makeup and now it's rare to wear makeup <laughs> yeah yeah it's funny when I put makeup I feel like another person you know? I know <laughs> I'm like, wow I could look like this every day yeah. dang <laughs> I'm the same way oh but then it's just yeah it's better for your skin um and also I just could not be bothered with how much work it takes now to do my makeup. I'm like, no, but yeah, those are really good tips. And, and I, again, like just being wary of what you put on your skin and also stress is huge, you know, alcohol, sugar, carb, like refined carbohydrates, that type of thing as well is really important as well as balancing hormones. A lot of people can get hormonal acne and that type of thing. So just kind of like really looking at it from a very holistic standpoint, I think is the best way to go if you're looking for like long-term healthy aging, glowing skin. Yes. Correct. And also understanding that a healthy skin doesn't mean like a perfect skin, right? I think some people will have like some acne scars or some wrinkles and that doesn't mean that your skin is not so healthy. So a lot of times, if you do too much on the other side of procedures or even exfoliation, you can compromise your skin in the long term. So be mindful of balancing and not uh, causing too much inflammation in your skin too often. Obviously, our skin can go through some type of stress and it recover. But if it's too much and too often, this is definitely... Can no, go to the other side and accelerate aging instead of really preventing it. Yeah, exactly. That's a really good point. I And that's hard to remember too, is like healthy skin doesn't mean perfect skin, right? And it's hard because you kind of assume that it does, that you should have no blemishes and no lines or anything like that. But it's so normal to have a little bit of that. Like, that's a very human thing to do. And every single person does, right? Regardless of what we see on social media or like celebrities or anything like that, like everyone has something, maybe it's like texture or like dark spots or something like that. Everybody has something. So it's just about, I guess, like making healthy, optimal skin as much as we can and just really working towards that and, and maintaining that. And I think it's also interesting, like skin kind of goes through phases. I don't know if you find that, but like sometimes I have like weird textured bumps for like two months and then they just go away. And I'm like, I don't know what I did or didn't do. And now it's better. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, there are seasonalities, right? Could be the weather, could be, you yeah. know, some change in your hormones. So I think it's important to be mindful, but also not to overthink or overstress when like, small issues happen because yeah they tend to go away if they yes. persist maybe yeah then you should investigate but uh, a lot of times yeah we tend to stress out too much <laughs> yeah I think it's interesting too just like talking about seasonality of skin our skin is a reflection of what's going on inside of us and like when women get pregnant like 
they glow. I don't even know what it, like, of course it's, they have so many more hormones and they're just going through it and their skin looks so plump. It's just almost, it's almost like they've just got a bunch of fat in their face. I don't even know how else to say it, like, like filler or something like that. Like it's just beautiful and glowing. But then on the flip side, a lot of women, when they are going through postpartum, will deal with acne and just like big changes in skin and also hair loss. But again, that's like hormonal and it's the seasonality of skin and that's normal. And we need to normalize that more, I think, as well. Yeah, definitely. It's There is a, a lot that we can control and there is some, a lot that we can't control, right? So those hormones, like while you are going through them, there is not so much that you can do. On the other side, yeah, you can put more sunscreen because even when you get, for example, some melasma, if you, if you don't take care, that can, you know, get super bad and in the long term, it's harder to rebut. So whatever it's kind of internally that doesn't depend on your actions, then you, you kind of, you need to understand what's happening, but uh, also understand that it can be temporary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, definitely. It definitely can be temporary. And there's a lot you can do about it as well. I have a bit of melasma and I'm very much aware of it. And it's always worse in the summer, right? Like just with the sunshine and that type of thing. Yeah. And I can tell because when I put makeup on and I put concealer on and then my skin is all one shade, I'm like, wow. (laughs) Again, this is what it could look like. And it's, I need... I guess I need more concealer in the summer to hide it. I don't know. It's just yeah, in the summer we're starting yes. sun exposure. Yes. Yeah. Uh, one thing that helped me a lot, I was on birth control for a while initially to control acne, but then when I stopped, uh, the melasma really, you know, improved. And then now, even when I go to, you know, to the beach, I don't have those because before it was very clear, you know, it would get very dark very fast. But now I think my hormones are a little more balanced. So I don't have this extra external hormones going on in my body. So that definitely was like the best thing that I did in terms of helping my life. Yeah. Yeah. And you're right. Because when I first started looking into it, I was on birth control as well. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then I came off of it and it did get much better. And people think melasma is just related to sun exposure, which I mean, it can trigger it, but it actually is like hormonal in the root cause of it. And so balancing your estrogen, progesterone, testosterone levels, like your sex hormones can really, really help with it. And it sounds like you did that too. So if people want to try one skin and they're very interested in this idea of like skin span, where can they get information and how can they connect with you? Yeah, sure. So uh, they can go to our website, onesin.co.co, not that. And uh, yeah, you can send, if you guys have any questions about the product, the science, you can send to our customer support. Uh, you guys can also follow us on social media, on Instagram. We are at oneskin.co. And on LinkedIn, my my. My name is Carolina. Yeah, but let us know. We are here to help any questions about the science, the product development. We want to be that company that mm. you can, you know, we can share the data. We love doing that. And our customers, they really appreciate it. Whenever we run an experiment and we send in our newsletters, people, they love like getting that educational content. And we love kind of 
receiving the questions and you know being able to answer them. So please feel free to reach out and follow us on our journey and yeah, and try our products. Uh, everyone, this is for men and for women. Everyone should take care of their skin. It's about your health and mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. uh, can make it look better as well. But uh, definitely this is, this is for everyone. Yeah, I love it. I, and I use it daily. So it's one of my favorite new products that I've brought in in the last, I think, six months or so. So that's awesome. I will definitely add that to the show notes. And thank you for coming on. This was really easy and I really enjoyed our discussion. Yeah, I love it too. And I learned, you know, with you as well. So thank you for having me. Of course. Uh, See you next time. Thanks for listening to another episode of Biohacking with Brittany. If you're interested in finding the show notes or the sponsors for this episode, you can do so on my website, which is biohackingbrittany.com. Remember to follow me on Instagram where I'm most active. My handle is at biohackingbrittany. And if you're interested in working together and you want to email me directly, you can do that. My email is info at biohackingbrittany.com. And I look forward to hearing from you and having you tune in next week.